Hello there, FDR's Wheelchair listeners. Welcome to our latest episode. Today, we are going to be revisiting Brittany Griner's captivity in Russia. We're also going to be talking about the confirmation hearings of hopeful new Supreme Court Justice Katanji Jackson. And then we're going to talk about um, the very first female Secretary of State, Madeleine Albright, who passed away the other day. So hold on tight to your chairs. There's a lot to talk about. See you soon. Hey, Dave. Dave. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Is he... Is he wearing a suit? Uh, yeah, he is wearing a suit. That's kind of weird. No? Shoot, he's coming. He's coming. Shit, shit, shit. Okay. Well, hello there, gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey look what I got here for you. Oh, a big stack of papers. What's there? Oh, there's oh. some notes and a nice little script for our show tonight. Oh, I'm notes. very excited. Okay, script. script. Okay. Uh-huh. I think we got this, though. You know, yeah, We've been doing this for a while now. Yeah? Yeah, and we've got a very... Uh, you know, we've got it down, Ben. Thank you. I, I'm sure you and your 20 listeners would agree, but these are some pretty good notes in here. 20 faithful listeners. Uh-huh. Well, faithful doesn't pay daddy's bills. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to FDR's Wheelchair. We are excited to be here for episode 83. Uh, to start the episode today, we're going to be turning it over to Dave. We're going to be doing our segment we started last week called Spin the Spokes. All right. Dave, well, can you explain to us once again what Spin the Spokes is all about? Yeah, so each week on Spin the Spokes, uh, Ben, Dave, and Brandon, we take turns spinning a wheel of FDR's wheelchair. And there are three categories on the wheel that we don't know of beforehand. And then we spin the wheel to see what it lands on. So, with that being said, here are my categories for this week since it's my turn. So, let's see here. We've got <laughs> signs that I will be <laughs> dying soon. Well, Every part of you. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. get your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it lands on that because I can talk to that very easily. <laughs> Number two. Less uh, pe- butter. <laughs> people, people, people that should have been aborted full term. I could also speak to that easily by listening to previous episodes of FDR's Wheelchair. And the third is huh, spring fashion trends for furries. Well, okay. Well, shit. Let's spin the wheel. I guess we're going to go. have to go and spin the wheel. We have to choose one of those. All right. Let's yeah. do it. All right, uh, spring fashion trends for furries. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Let's do it. Let's see what I can do with that. Oh, shit. We're a political podcast does, that's progressive. Does the unicorn have a rainbow? <laughs> uh, it's got. <laughs> Don't worry if it has a rainbow or not. Just worry about the horn. but you know being a progressive podcast we have to be all inclusive so fuck yeah let me get into my fursona (laughs) shake that tail yeah shake that tail i see what you did there fursona yeah so okay i have to be honest with our listeners i did a quick little you know search to see what's going on and i found this that the trend right now this spring is canines versus felines um so there's a little bit battle between, um, you know, 
all species and subspecies of cats and dogs, apparently. As there's always been. You, you I mean, mean like cats versus dogs? Yeah, like, that makes sense that's, to me. Like it's yes. raining cats and dogs it's... in the fact that they've never got along. Absolutely, they've never got that's, along. That's However, the trend. I have found even though they've never got along, there is ample. There's an ample trend of plenty of yiffing between cats and dogs this spring season. So how does this pertain to furries? What the um, fuck are we doing? Do you know what yiffing is? <laughs> no. That is bang activity between furries. There is plenty of yiffing between canines and felines. So okay. apparently it's moving in the right direction. So they like well, it uh, rough, don't what, they? What, oh, <laughs> it's perfect, isn't it? Perfect. They do like it rough. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, so according to the... What about bronies? (laughs) (laughs) So according to the latest furry fashion experts, I I, I saw that the the crab dragon and Pip the intersex phoenix um, said these are the latest trends for this spring, okay? So apparently the latest, hottest trend are these assless alpaca chaps. You know, yeah. Did you see those? But I wonder if they also (laughs) pertain to llamas as well. There's Shut the fuck up, the Leo. I know you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, alpaca, llama, I mean, a hump's a hump, right? And alpaca. he holds a goal, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And then um, to accessorize um, this latest fashion trend, there's apparently a dingo dildo and a bulldog butt plug that enhances the yiffing experience. So, yeah, that's what's going on this spring when it comes to fashion trends for furries. Isn't that interesting? You had a week to prepare for this. <laughs> and that, that's what you brought us. This is a real group of people. I saw that, him at work just spending hours on this. Was he wearing a fucking tail or what? Like we, Our podcast is FDR's wheelchair. We try to promote the values of being a liberal yeah. in a time that it's kind of hard to be. And you brought dogs fucking cats. No, furries. These are furries. These are, this is a class of people. This is a protected group of individuals. Ben, it's I'm an immutable. This, I'm putting this in the fucking notes. It, it yeah. is an, I mean, it is, it is an immutable characteristic, just like race, gender, uh, 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 I don't know, furryism. You know, I, I gotta say, though, I mean, if we're gonna have this discussion, I suppose, because, I mean, this is what you presented us. Yeah. Um, no, the wheel, s- that was the goddamn wheel. It was, it was. The fucking it was, wheel, man. I have to talk to it what was. I see. Okay, God yeah, I, I get it. That, that was that was the wheel. Congratulations. We're, we're, we've talked about that. Um, and somebody I, fucked I, the wheel, apparently. I, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> with a tail. I, I Spinning it with her cock if, is if, different. If we're, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about it, then, I mean, what... Is it is it like the same range as like something you're into in that way, or is it more identity? Like, how does that work? You think? Like, how do you think? Like, what in, in what realm does that kind of fall under? Is it like just sort of so much of identity of like this is who I am? I can't stop myself from being that way. Is it kind of maybe a hybrid of things? Like, how do we? I think most people who are into the whole furry thing, it's more of like a social entity not an identity but there is a subgroup that they see it you, as an identity you do identity. have to argue that 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 is a very strong statement to make that you have to probably feel a certain way internally to hey hey, hey guys you know there's a supreme court being nominated this week yep oh that's, that's happening 
we can talk about that as, as soon as I lift speak. my leg and piss on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> you can't get your leg that So high. let's talk about that. Uh, Br- Brandon, can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? In case, you know, we don't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, being pissed on makes it hard to read. <laughs> I know. It's all in my eyes. Can you please share with us, please, Brandon, what's yeah. going on in the world? Kent- Kentaji Brown has been a... Kentaji Brown Jackson has yeah. been nominated by Joe Biden yes. to be the next Supreme Court yes. Justice. The first black woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. was it been 113, Dave. Yeah, it has been. You, you know that kind of yep. shit. Yep, it has been. Yep. Yeah, and how many had tails? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you knew of. I mean, right, right, right. Clarence Thomas. You never know. <laughs> Roberts. I got to say, a lot of times when when people are going through these confirmations, as as she has, I, I feel like we we learn a lot about that person, or, or some people just choose not to really pay attention whatsoever. So it might be nice to kind of connect the dots for people, just try to explain a little bit of who she's like, mm-hmm. how we you know can kind of uh, equate her. I would say Briar uh, is a very decent uh person to kind of look at it from a side-by-side comparison yeah. dave what are what are some thoughts on that? i mean you start off as um her being his law clerk for a very long time so she kind of instilled a lot of the the procedure elements of being a judge and a justice you know being clerk, clerking for him but what's really amazing about her is that she checks off more boxes when it comes to qualification than any other sitting member on the United States Supreme Court. Um, and I think that is evidenced by the fact that when we get into these confirmation hearings, how much the, the attacks on her have nothing to do with qualifications. So real quickly, I just want to take a quick second to talk about her qualifications. So when it comes to education, um, she is a product of public schools, mm-hmm. and she is also um, comes from Ivy League Law School. In addition to that, in her career, she has been a Supreme Court clerk, a public defender. She's been on the Sentencing Commission. She's been a district judge, and she's been on the U.S. Court of Appeals. So that are seven key characteristics when it comes to qualification. Justice Breyer comes in second place in those qualifications with five of those, and every other Supreme Court justice has four or less. And like you said, with checking off those boxes, that's barely even scratching the surface of all the boxes right. she checks off. Brandon, thinking about those boxes she checks off, all those qualifications, what are your thoughts about her overall in those in the in those in that way? My my thoughts are is that she is the most qualified person to ever be nominated to the Supreme Court. Period. Period. Yes. And not just her legal and uh Judge experience is that a thing? Judge, judge judicial experience ju- ju- oh, or judge experience? Same damn thing. Same yeah, damn exactly. If it's Judge Judy, my judge right. experience. Right, right, right. <laughs> judge my furry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, not only does she have that judicial experience, she also clerked for a fucking Supreme Court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what she's being asked about? Yeah. If she supports critical race theory, and you, as a legal person you don't support legal the critical race theory it's an idea that gets brought up to you it's not something that is part of your judicial realm right it's just something that you keep in mind it's it's classic dog whistling 
That's all it is. It, yes. Yeah. No, the dog whistle hasn't come in just yet. It's when they asked her about when she was a public defender that she took it soft on people that like to look at little kids being fucked. I did see that. Yeah. And they grilled her on it mm-hmm. that she didn't sentence them enough. You know what her answer was? I did what the the law the says. The law Holy said. Shit. As prescribed by sitting in front of me, Congress. Congress she, demands you know, that you take into she account. She actually yeah. stopped herself from saying a law that you voted for to right. Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. And then he walked out because he's a fucking That's like piece the equivalent of, of a, a coward. It's, it's like he's saying, a, like, per my last yeah. email type of shit. Like, you guys fucking did this. Yeah. Like, you made this happen. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It it yeah, it, it's exactly what you said, Ben. Yeah. Be like, if you send us an email and be like, stop saying fuck too many times mm-hmm. and then you were like here sitting and be like, what's the word that you can use as an adjective, a verb, and a noun? And I went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> per my last fucking email. <laughs> but you're not allowed to say that. Like Yeah, I mean you, I'm, you were, d- judges have to make decisions on so many different qualifications. First of all, um, what the law says about what the punishment is, what the prosecutorial um, suggestions are. Um, they have to take into account um, situations regarding the defendant. They have to take into account uh, every part of statements made in court. They have to take into um, statements at the end of a trial. They have to take in just about every piece of information when considering and they do those things because that's what the law prescribes. A prosecutorial suggestion is the guidelines, I should say. It, that's one piece of the puzzle. It's just one part of yeah. it. You, you just don't listen to just what one side says when there's a guilty verdict. There's still two parts of that puzzle. Defense and defensive rights don't go away when you're found guilty. It, it doesn't mean the other side gets everything they want. And they know oh. that. The assholes know that. Ted Cruz fucking knows that, but they're assholes. Yeah, he's he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So is Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. They know, they, you, you're correct. They know this, and this is what makes it even more infuriating yeah. because it's, it's amazing. It's not like, like and Rand Paul knows this yeah. as well. It, it's amazing because they're trying to bring up, like you said, Ben, the dog whistles, the critical race theory, the, the, mm-hmm. the culture wars mm-hmm. to someone who's overly qualified to be a judge are trying to push it as hard right. as they can into it yeah they they, for whatever they turn reason. it into like you know street recess rules almost when it's it's all said and done <laughs> yeah you know just just like all right we're gonna talk about child pornography and how you didn't handle it well like what the and, fuck? And, 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 yeah and it's almost sickening because the 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 person that they did before was almost convicted of rape yeah and they're like oh but you you didn't send us him to, what What was it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, child pornography. You didn't send him soon enough. Now, that guy that was accused of, of rape, uh, man, correct? Yeah. Not mistaken. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and race was? White. White. Oh. Very He was white. in a fraternity. And, and I, I think, a fraternity. But I think yes, I remember. but he liked beer, though. I, I think I remember, though, like. <laughs> yeah, but it's not rape when you're white and male. In college, it, it was it, w- it was a mistake from your past, really. Um, is, yeah, is, especially is. if you were from Penn State. <laughs> Good lines. Oh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh shit! But, 
But I mean, yeah, the double standard is, is unbelievable. And, and and you understand that that if it if it was you know somebody from the right coming into you understand the questions would there'd be ridiculous questions on this on the same side as well. Um, but I think it really does magnify, especially uh, you know being a minority, being a woman, and especially in, in this kind of uh, you know setting in this kind of position, how scrutinized in a way that other people just flat out wouldn't mm-hmm. for this type of position. You mean white male mm-hmm. that raped somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and th- there's a, a proverb that goes around in uh, African-American female circles, and it's twice as hard. That everything they do has to be done twice as hard twice or as twice hard. as good, twice I should as say. Much, yeah. I think it's twice as good. That's their standard. That's like the code for saying everything we do to achieve at the same level has to be twice as good as everybody else. And we're seeing that in we're seeing that in full time. And I think a good comparison with that that the right is trying to make right now is with the confirmation of um, Amy Coney Barrett. And that is completely different because Amy Coney Barrett has been on record in her writings saying that her religion influences her judicial opinions. And they have in the past. So it's not like her Catholicism is being attacked, no. But the fact that she can't separate her Catholicism from using the rule of law to make decisions is concerning. Oh, being a judge. Being a judge. She can't be a judge. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. And and, and Katanji Jackson does not have a record of that. No. And, and and it's it's also like I mean we could talk about this for a while too but think think about it like we could we I can already picture it in my head now what kind of influence do you think she's going to have when she is sworn in like I I feel as if she's uh, going well, to be well let's see the Crips are going to be the next president because um, the Crips are one person mm-hmm. according to oh MS thirteen is going to be Congress mm-hmm. um, we're going to be Mexico mm-hmm. but with um, Canadian government. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's gonna so, happen. so whenever <laughs> we, we come back to our planet, let's let's talk about it then. What what actually will well, like? I mean, what do you guys well, what do you guys envision from her? Because I really see she's a, a lot centrist. Of, yeah, I it's, I see it a lot of great things. She was nominated by Biden for a reason because Biden's a, a right centrist. Actually, mm-hmm. he's yeah, not yeah. a liberal for, person from our, at from all. From our American standard, yeah. though, of course. Oh, like, from our I mean, American standard, left. It, it, like left. No, he's fucking right wing. Um, from our American standard, Ameri- yes. But yeah. from our perspective, he's barely left of center. That's, that's sort of what I was barely? getting at. Yeah, yeah. Is it, perspective, um, not not the correct perspective, but per- but don't you would dare do drugs because Biden will come after you. Uh, Look up at his period. Set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Period. Uh, War on drugs period. was oh, shit, actually sorry. broke down. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. We break down all the time. <laughs> the war on drugs was part of him and McCain, actually. You yeah, remember that, Dave? Uh, yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, everybody during the war on drugs. I mean, we had unanimous votes in the in the, in the Senate over the war on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. The the prison industrial complex is blood on everybody's hand in the 80s and 90s. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think much will change with uh, Ketanji Brown on the court. Yeah. It's just... The right, it's a sork. It's the right aren't getting another nominee, and I, yes. I think they're right. they want nine and, right and, wing. Yeah, and you, you would you would justices. say especially in 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 this 
uh, situation. That, that is that is almost like just a back and forth tennis match, you know, trying to get somebody on their side in the, right. in the court. And what, what disappoints me most of all in this this hearing is nobody's actually talking about things that are going to affect us in the future. Zero. None. So the the right are going about critical race theory and all the other shit. They're, they're running for office. And then the left are literally going, it's so honorable that you were here. Oh. And you're like, what, yeah. what the f-? Like, like Corey, the f- Corey, Corey Booker's Booker. going over the top. Who? Yeah. Oh, why are we God, all crying? Man. Why are we all crying yeah. right now? Yeah. Why don't we talk about digital privacy? Why don't we talk about social media being huge corporations that are taking over our complete discourse? None yeah. of those questions were asked. It was either, I love you. You're the worst thing that happened since Hitler. You know what my favorite thing is, though, in a work email is TBD, to be determined. To because be determined. It, it, is, it is truly just well. three letters that try to excuse <laughs> such a lack of planning. Speaking of TBD, and I have to mention this in this conversation, is uh, where the fuck is Clarence Thomas? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, we might have a second nominee coming up. <laughs> I mean, dude's been in the hospital and nobody's saying shit about where he is. They wouldn't even say what's wrong with them. They won't even say what's wrong with them. So... Officially on FDR's wheelchair, we don't wish anybody ill and harm. However, it would be such a convenient time for a sickly 73-year-old man to conveniently <laughs> retire so I can we can all watch the shit show of the confirmation to replace a, the most conservative judge in the history of the United States with someone who actually can think for themselves. Hmm. I didn't know Roberts was retiring. Oh, <laughs> actually, no, no hate on Roberts. Yeah, no, I don't think Roberts is actually a true conservative. I don't think so either. I think he's uh, a contextualist mm-hmm. more than a conservative. And why are you looking at me like that, Ben? Ah, uh, because that's a whole fucking episode in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but but Dave and I like our fucking Supreme I, Court nominees. I, okay. I could talk about. <laughs> Supreme Court all gentlemen, fucking night gentlemen, long. Gentlemen, he's been jerking off this entire I'm, time. With both hands. <laughs> let's, let's relax the kegels here, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never. Oh, what a terrible segue here, yes. but we do need to discuss this, too. Uh, Madeline Albright has passed away uh, at the age of 84. She was the first female U.S. Secretary of State. Um, I believe she died of cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a trailblazer. Also, just, just the definition, too, of, of, of an American success story, quite frankly. Yes. Um, in, in so many ways. Uh, and we could talk about, too, I mean, just even with Ukraine and Russia, there was a lot of things she said before she passed that really just came to fruition mm-hmm. very quickly. She was a very bright person. She had a lot to offer. Brandon, what are your thoughts about her overall as, as, a, as a person, an individual, and, and as a politician? Um, well... As as a politician and and someone's secretary of state, it's very hard not to be a war criminal. And she <laughs> came very close to it. <laughs> not as like far as like someone like Kissinger or something, but it was like dangerous. Well, it, it was kind of like you know, mm, you I'm know, gonna tap my toe in there to be thanks, a war criminal. Thanks for not calling her Kissinger. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. That's no, a, no, Kissinger yeah. should be in front of a firing squad. Even though I don't believe in the death penalty, but anyway, Albright. Okay. Uh, no, I got I got shots to fire. You've you wound me up today, Ben. <laughs> my favorite little toy. Let's continue. But uh, it, uh, it's a difficult position to be in, especially 
how U.S. foreign policy is kind of, we do what we want, and yep. then we say we're the good guys. Mm-hmm. So the, U- the State Department kind of tries to clean it up. Um, it's hard not to be a war criminal when you have someone like the CIA behind you. And she was a big proponent of the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Black sites are illegal. It, it's it's yeah. essentially, in a role like that, you have to be the morality police. Because if you're not, you're always the bad guy. Mm-hmm. There's no other way you couldn't yeah. be the bad guy. Uh, waterboarding is torture. I mean, these I are got, things... I know it's like, an I like it. interrogation technique. Shut just Cheney. a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. Like I said, I, I do kind of like it. And that's fine. If you're into it, you're into it. But it's also torture. And we go, no, you can't do that, Turkey. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but our black site there means we can do it in your country. But you can't do it otherwise. In your own country. In your own country. America. The yeah. land of double standards. R- r- right. Freedom isn't free. <laughs> like, I... I, I Albright was just part of the machinations of that kind of um, institution. Absolutely, and she yeah. didn't do any, didn't do a fucking thing to stop it, and it just goes, it goes right through the um, Secretary of State's and, and the, the Department of Defense, and and um, I mean, I mean, I mean, it heavily Justice influenced Department. Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah, totally. Obama, Obama, Hillary Clinton. The, I mean, they could be charged as war criminals too. And now we're turning around saying Putin's a war criminal? Where are we fucking standing? Where's our fucking standing on that? I mean, yeah, it's, it's drone almost, strikes killing children. It's almost it's ex- like it, 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 Albright made the prediction because she's almost kind of connected to that type mm-hmm. of yeah. thinking. And remember, when you yeah. put... It, it, it kind of starts with Kissinger. Because when he ascended to Secretary of State, it just magically aligned with the War Powers Act. That began the snowball effect from hell of the increased power of the executive branch to impose its militaristic and intelligence will throughout the fucking world. Uh, it didn't start with Kinsinger. You know what I'm going to say next? What? It started with FDR. Well, the War Powers Act. <laughs> the War Powers Act. Fair and balanced. <laughs> that might be the only time we use a censor for this goddamn show. Right. <laughs> it was after to Yep, 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 yep. We can't yep. say that. But that gave complete congressional legal authority for the executive branch to expand exponentially, yeah. exponentially the way yeah. it did. Um, FDR, it, yeah, absolutely true. Because between that time period of FDR and Nixon, I mean, you have the creation of the FBI and the CIA and all that crazy nefarious activity. It was actually more uh, Truman and, and yeah, absolutely. And, uh, after oh, that, oh fuck yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, go, going back to, to Albright too, there, there's a lot that I do consider in that realm because she was. I mean, I want to say getting close to her 60s by the time she was Secretary of State, the first female. I thought she was 84 when she was Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Albright died at the age of 84. I'm like, oh, 84, <laughs> 84 for 84 fucking yeah. years, but. What did she die of? Cancer? No, she died of 84. <laughs> she just kept turning 84, goddammit. But you got you to think, too, there, there's a couple factors there. You wait your whole fucking life to get these opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're like 36, and you're like, I'm a young gun when it comes to like this shit. But also, she's the first female, too. Yeah. 
you have all these obstacles kind of in the way. And, and, you, and you then think to about, die and be judged by us. <laughs> well, but, but especially, too, if you're in that position and you're told to do certain things or abide by certain like rules that are pretty sketchy, be fucking hard to say no. No, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's um, Again, it goes back to what Dave said where you have to do it twice as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, being a woman, even though she was a white woman. Um, That's one and a half times as good. Yeah, Black one women, it's two 1. times. 1.75. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but, but could you imagine the the backlash she would get if she stood up and was like, nah, I don't think we should do that. Where, where other no. people or get Or does up. she even have the power to stand yeah. up and say... Slap on the wrist or, for anybody else. Is is that role just more of um, the president's mouthpiece saying, ah, we don't commit war crimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what power do they really have? And, and at I that think, point, I mean, when you've worked your ass off to get to that point, you're probably okay saying that. Well, you're, yeah. You have to be. You, yeah. you really do have to be because the CIA is going, What'd let me say? see your script. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, the one cool thing for sure that Madeleine Albright did, hey, did you ever hear about what she did with the pins, her lapel pins and yes. the brooches that she wore? Yes. Funny enough, I found out, I feel awful for admitting this, but there was a Parks and Rec that yeah. show parks. They actually talked about it. Oh no on way! That, on that episode, oh, that's, that's cool. how I learned about it. She was actually in a lot of cameos. I think Gilmore yeah. Girls at one point too. So she had like, see, she's this, funny, Brandon. This whole other, but you she was know, on... she was in Gilmore Girls. When you're out on, the... I can't sing that too much. We're gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling lonely and so. Cold. I'm sorry. We gotta talk faster. And uh... all I gotta do is call my name. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have to go to a diner and get some coffee or something? <laughs> Luke's diner. Ah, ah, shit. I just right. revealed something that I knew. <laughs> get more girls. Okay. Shut up. You're such a Rory. <laughs> okay. Why don't you guys do that? I'll leave. And when you come back, you can finish building his 3D Downton Abbey fucking puzzle. Okay. All go, right. Go back to the lapel. Oh, go Rory. back to the lapel. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go back to the lapel. So, um, oh, he just got offended. This is fantastic. Stop talking because I'm going to talk about the lapel pin. So Saddam Hussein called her a serpent. So whenever she went to anything having to do with Iraq, she wore a snake brooch. And oh, she, then she started wearing yes. pins and brooches that reflected her mood when she was going to um, a meeting. So if she had hope, she wore a balloon. If there was an asshole there, she'd wear a spider. She was a it's walking kind of Twitter mad. post. She was a walking <laughs> Twitter post. post. Can you imagine if Trump did that? Oh, <laughs> she's not clever enough. Words. <laughs> It'd be like a Big Mac bit. <laughs> I got you Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders and up, an upside down Bible. Yeah, um, being the the first woman to be Secretary of State um, is a is it's a huge deal. Every time a ceiling is busted, it is a huge deal, no matter who it is or what it is. Absolutely. Or even what they do. It, it, it's, a, um, it's like them pole vaulting over mm-hmm. something and, and achieving what nobody before them right. in their position had. Right. White privilege has a stronghold on the United States of America, and it's ever, ever, ever slow, so slowly being you know, peel, peeled away. There are people of every gender, race, um, immigrant background, um, you name it, in the United States that are educated and qualified and have the experience to do everything. So 
it's a good thing. Despite somebody's shortcomings, despite them being, in a way, you know, part of the system that we know is troubling um, in, in the United States global outreach around the world, I mean, it is good. It's a good thing. We yeah. need more diversity. Um, we need to move away from a society that's controlled by all white men all the time, and it's just not Absolutely. fair. But listen to our podcast run by three white guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, but it's very important for white males to understand and acknowledge this. Absolutely. So no ma- we have a role. No matter, yeah, no matter what, it, if it's if it's about race, gender, we have our place, right? We yeah. have to be speaking up. It, and kind of yeah. speaking of influential women, we, we should go back to Brittany Griner from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yes. been some some changes since uh, we last spoke. Obviously, last time we talked, we, we found out she wouldn't be getting released until the very earliest, May 12th, I want to say. Since yeah. then, uh, U.S. officials have gotten in contact with her. And so far, it sounds like she's okay. Like, we, we do have that check-in yes. that she is okay. She is physically okay. She's fed. She's um, comfortable. Um, there's nothing about the situation that is, is raising an alarm, except for the fact that she is still incarcerated in Russia, and we just don't know what their next steps are going to be. So because of that, we have to be very cautious, obviously optimistic that she's okay right now, but... Um, we're literally talking about a madman that we don't know what his next move is going to be. And if the United States or NATO takes any more aggressive moves to stop uh, Vladimir Putin, um, remember, he has not a prisoner, but a hostage. Yeah. And that's the way they look at it. And, and, and you know, like, too, like, just, just thinking about the fact that just saying I'm okay, that mm-hmm. can't be good enough. That cannot be good enough just to hear, like, I'm okay. It's kind of like someone you're dating, like, just started to, and they're like, I'm okay. That's the only text you get. You're not good with that. If you're not free, you're not okay. So there you go. absolutely. And, you know, kind of especially, too, I think especially after last week, we talked a lot about um, athletes kind of stepping in, the fact Mm -hmm. that if this was LeBron, this wouldn't have been the same case. Uh, and actually, one of the big things about WNBA players is that they have to play overseas if they want to make mm-hmm. the type of money they want to. Uh, Brittany Griner, as we said, one of the best WNBA players is making $200,000 a year. I mean, we're talking that's like veteran minimum for the NBA, right? So she's going to all these different places to make that extra money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, I think you had it too. What is the league minimum for the WNBA? $60,000 a year. So like an experienced teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, that hurts. oh fuck teachers. Yeah, yeah, for for yeah for for a for a I'm over yeah, less than a ten year teacher. I mean it's so. I mean just think about like even being in the league minimum of the WNBA, you're one of the best basketball female basketball players in the country. You're in the top point zero 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 something percent. So the dichotomy is real, and regardless of the why behind it. It puts it still puts them in the situation. Who wants to go to an authoritarian country just to be able to make a little bit of extra money? Wow. So I suppose then because hey, hey hey guys, they need to learn English in Russia. You should go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. You want to take much? this show on the road? <laughs> Hello, this is FJ. Boom. (laughs) Well, and and I I suppose then you you really think about the money they are getting paid. And and obviously, I think we are aware the NBA is getting a lot more money from their owners, from the people coming in to watch the games. $60,000, though. I mean, guys, is that is that 
greed from the top down, as we see in so many other arenas? Is that yes? Yeah, I mean, it's not a hard question. It always is. Yes, the answer is. I mean, sixty thousand. You gotta, you gotta think that. I mean, I, I understand that we can talk about some of the, you know, the facts that that maybe the money they're bringing in isn't the same, but. No, but no, that, it, but that's radically different. And radically, you, 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 yeah, you are correct. Uh, there's 32 NBA teams, right? Or 30, 30. Yeah, right. And then there's 13 WNBA teams. So the money that they're bringing in is going to be a lot less. But sixty thousand dollars is radically different to what the males, yeah, bring in. Seems like capitalism's kind of fucking them over, though, too. Because you look at the teams. Y- yes. Because um, they're like. Another a- easy question. You're yeah. asking well, these no. questions, man. Well, <laughs> did you hear a question? My face is always looking like it's asking a question. But I'm not asking a question. What I'm saying is, like, one of the teams is in Phoenix, right? That's where the Suns play. Uh, $8.2 billion team, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Indi- Indianapolis, right? The Sparks. $7.1 billion team for the males. So, you know. Like, again, capitalism is fucking them. Did you fucking memorize the value of NBA teams? Yes. Did you yep. Did you hear the cold open? <laughs> <laughs> we have notes. <laughs> we try to research yeah, now. you fucking threw them at me. We're going to talk about furries to start our show. <laughs> like, fuck, yeah. fuck me, I have a tail. They're an important... <laughs> uh, There's something nope. about the lifting of the tail that's kind of a turn on. <laughs> But not the furry butthole. So, what the fuck? I don't know. I didn't bring up the goddamn furries. Oh, you did. You know, there's a <laughs> seminary right down the road. You should apply. No. <laughs> so, guys, I guess I suppose we're sick. we're not going to try to maybe rationalize, you know, all of this. But you know, where do we start to like bring this closer together? Because this is such a discrepancy that that it's it's laughable. Tax them. <laughs> it's it's not a, the fucking easy question again. Tax them. In the 1950s and 60s, corporations were taxed on their profits. Yeah. Because you don't need to be a billionaire. Tax them so you can build shit like the interstate system. Yeah. It's a fucking easy. The roads, it, it, it is. It's, yeah, the roads easy. are fucked up, aren't they? It's, it's, it's the same shit we, we scream about Bezos and, and Musk. Yeah. Like, why do we have trillionaires? Why do, why we, do we have billionaires? Like, listen, right. I don't know if everybody agrees. Why, why is the richest person who's supposedly, if you work hard, yeah, like, that's, all. You, that's, that's all you need to do is work hard. Why is he CEO of four fucking companies if being a CEO is that fucking hard that you get right. billions of dollars? Because apparently I only have two legs and two bootstraps. But only one tail, right, Dave? <laughs> with the <a> strap <laughs> I mean this question of how do we um, rectify people that aren't earning enough or earning less than uh, other people in their profession isn't hard oh. it's actually really fucking easy we just don't want to do it, and then we bring up the question. We get called communist. We do. Yeah, right. It's 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 something that's it's been labeled so aggressively, and it, and I think it's also because that these people who have this money, we we look at them as if 
I could never give up that much money, but you've never even seen that much money in your entire life. It, it's, it's, it becomes like this thing where these, these people who don't have enough are, are saying like, don't, don't hurt these people. Don't affect their livelihood. Like they could solve so many things. I don't know if people always love Elizabeth Warren or if everybody's for Elizabeth Warren, but she mentioned a couple of years back that if people like Bezos just gave 5% of what they had, we could fund every single child from kindergarten to third grade. Absolutely. Corporate, like, and, and I, when people yell out communism, well, okay, yeah, communism. Well, these corporations, corporatism, they pretty much are controlling all the means of production at the top. Then don't bail them the fuck out. Then don't bail them the fuck out. That's communism. That's communism. And Dave, we've talked about this before. Yeah, we have. It's a, then stop bailing out farmers. Stop bailing out the gas companies. Stop bailing out credit card companies. Mm-hmm. That's communism. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, we have a new name for it. It's corporate welfare. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it, it, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just rich people get to be rich. Oh, shit. They do that in Russia, too, because the oligarchs control mm-hmm. the fucking country, which they do fucking here, too. Yeah, we just don't call it an oligarchy. Yeah, right. We just don't we, say We that. call it Congress. Yeah. How scary could it yes. could it be that that before you know it, like people like Brittany Griner could find themselves saying, "What what would I rather do? Would I rather play in the WNBA or or should I just substitute teach? Because I'll probably just make the same amount." Like, uh, she she'd be in jail because of marijuana in, in the heartbeat because she's a woman black. Uh, yeah, we kind of. Yeah, you don't to, understand though how much fucking weed is a teacher. That I know, you can but actually... you're you're fucking white and male. <laughs> That's true. Untouchable. <laughs> exactly. You just have to tell. Just, fuck. You just have to tell Kavanaugh. Be like, oh, I just, I just tried it once in college. <laughs> oh, it didn't scream because I had my mouth, my hand over its mouth. Okay. I'm How worked do up you now. Segue from that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry, guys. There is it's no your fucking notes. It's your fucking notes, man. <laughs> well. Well, right. we are hoping that Brittany Griner, uh, you know, in the next few months, we hear some good news. Obviously, we've heard a lot of really rough things up to this point, but but obviously, just hearing from her in general is an improvement from the previous week. Uh, so now we're getting to the point of the show where we have to really think about, I don't know how we do, but what we learned from the last uh, few segments here. That might be a little tough this week. I'm not sure, but I, I feel like there were a lot of beneficial things that were said. Absolutely. Yeah. At some point. So I suppose since uh, Dave started us with with furries, he, he should be the one to really kind of drive home uh, what he learned today. Well, shit. Uh, what I've learned today is that we should probably talk about guys next week because we've talked about nothing but women. When's well, our moment? When's our moment, for Christ's sake? When's it's, our Me Too moment, everybody? It's Jesus Christ. National Women's Month. So we, Too long. Uh, <laughs> seven more days. <laughs> Who's counting? Who's <laughs> they are. Oh, man. Damn it. <laughs> Brandon? What? What did we fucking learn, man? Um, I've learned that. There's a butthole under the tail. I've <laughs> Who knew? Thanks, Dave. <laughs> you just now learned that there's a butthole under a tail. <laughs> just a... 
<laughs> like they just had all animals had taints all the way up to the tip. Yeah, okay, I'm sure. I was living in bliss. Okay. <laughs> that is a blissful life. What'd you learn? Well, um, what I what I learned um, this week is that uh, teachers are um, earning as much as WNBA players. <laughs> yeah, which is kinda... even the bad ones that you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, it, it kind of brings into perspective where you have the NBA players earning millions and millions of dollars, and it shows you how little and WNBA players and how little teachers earn. I mean, the education that you guys go through and what you have to go through and what you know and what you do is equivalent to putting a basketball through a hoop. Yeah. And they both go through a grind, though. They have to go overseas to very dangerous places just to make ends meet. We don't have to do that, but I'm just saying we have to do a lot to, you know. I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Click play video. (laughs) I can retire in 10 years. Oh, man. What's the History Channel doing nowadays? (laughs) I can tell you everything about that. Oh, ancient aliens. Okay. I have as many years left as there are minutes in CNN 10. Okay. All right. That hurt. What did I learn this week? You know what? I really learned that, fuck, Gilmore Girls was a huge part of my childhood. Little did I know. I mean, I, I think about my trust issues that I may have. I think about Many. my relationships that I have. Poor. <laughs> I mean, it's all thanks to Gilmore Girls. And I have a go-to spot for my food. Just like Luke's done. Fucking do. We were there last week, weren't we? That was... Oh, I feel dirty now. Oh, yeah. We literally went oh, to your yeah. go-to spot. Yeah. And you pretended not to know the menu. Yeah, that was my... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is this? <laughs> well, did you know I had a chair before FDR's chair? <laughs> mm. Oh, well. Well, thank you for telling us what we learned. Uh, you know, at this point, we got a lot of exciting things coming up here soon. You have a guest uh, within yes. the next week or so. We do. Um, Anatoly, our neighbor, our Ukrainian neighbor. So... Mm. He's going to talk about some things that have been hard for him to talk about before, but I think he's ready to talk about them. And things that, as Americans, looking at the news, and no matter how close you follow it, haven't really heard or even thought about. Yes, Mm -hmm. and to reiterate that, everybody, that you cannot scour the internet for this information. This is going to be information that he knows, he understands, None of us do. Right. None. Right. And um, so uh, that's going to be very interesting and very, um, I think, a little hard to listen to at first. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little different. It's going to be a different episode for sure. It's not going to be what what you normally hear on FDR's wheelchair. It's going to be serious. It's going to be a learning experience for everybody, including us. So we don't really know what to expect yet. But it's very exciting. It It it, is exciting. it It is going to be a huge thing. Now, we also want to let you guys know that we do have our website up and running. It is fdrswheelchairpodcast.com. You can find everything from our latest episodes, uh, a little bit about the hosts, maybe too much about the hosts, possibly. <laughs> including pictures. Um, including pictures. Ladies who've Ooh. never seen us before. <laughs> International. Oh, Jesus. Also, we do have our survey still available until the end of April. Just telling us a little bit about what you liked about the show what you maybe want to see a little bit more of. And the winners have the option of, first of all, you'll get some merchandise uh, courtesy of us. And you also get a chance to be put into a raffle to determine what we might talk about one of these weeks. Damn. 
What That's power. Good shit. That is that is that stuff. is that is some good shit. You can also obviously follow us at Twitter, Facebook, yep. and Instagram. It's a lot of things. It is. Yeah. We're we're excited for, for where things are headed. But uh yeah, we, we've learned some shit. We've talked about some shit, so I guess, I, I guess it's shit. over. Yeah. Yes, Get the it fuck is. out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I love I'm, having you guys. I want to go see your dogs before I leave. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been. A legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.